So I come in, you know, I'm out of shape. I'm eating steaks and shit. I'm eating pasta. Yeah. I'm going crazy. But how I'm does that even happen, though, Frank? I'm no, because that's come with the balling lifestyle. At the end of the day, you eat good, you but feel Frank good. You know, I'm like, sick. Does, you know, yeah. like, you said, how does that happen? You, know, you, know, you know, eat mean, at the best restaurants. It happens with success. Yeah, happens with success. Okay. Yeah. Breathe yeah. food. I'm sorry. I'm not in the two comma lifestyle, so I don't know about that. Okay. <laughs> No, no, he, no, she, he, know, he knows about this. No, no, we've had some disagreements. <laughs> oh, that's what she she major in disagreements. <laughs> that's what she do. Like she like to start a pot. Yeah. But she don't bother me. Like has never bothered me. Like I'm fine with it. Whatever. I know who you are. I know what you're trying to accomplish in this conversation. See. see I won't let see, you do it. See. See. All right. Once I know where you're headed to. See. I turn off. <laughs> Once you know where you're headed to, you turn off, huh? All right. Cause guess what? Ain't no such thing as winning certain battles. Mm. Not if you're trying to win the war. That's true. I'm trying to win the whole war. So I give you that battle of Gettysburg. Mm. But we waiting on y'all in Richmond. Whatever. Mm -hmm. One thing I know about Morris, and what I actually admire about you, is that you get up at 4 a.m., you get up. You get up pretty uh, early. early, consistently. Military. And you, yes, and you take care of your routine, which is working out, pretending yep. you're working out. You know, going <laughs> to know the gym. You know, and all that other stuff. But right. you're, but you're consistent with that, and I think yes. that's a part. That's a part of yes. how you manage Without your life doubt. personally and professionally. But one of the things, Fred, that I felt like I've told Morris is he programmed. It's not that it's not that he's pro. Everyone says, "Oh, Morris is so even keeled, you know, and he's smooth and all these other things," which is is part of your personality. What happened when you iced coffee? If, if, your, <laughs> if, if your nickname is Ice Coffee, like, what the fuck are you supposed to do? Like, I don't know what the fuck. But part of why I think that is is because you have major help. Help in the sense that you have been married how long? A long time, but what? What, what he he earned it. He earned it. Okay, yeah. but the only reason you, you ain't married because you ain't want to be married. Twenty six years. So we say help. Help with what? Your wife with life. helps your stability in your life, and in, in terms of how you're able to manage the day. The Do things not that let her shoot you down life. for that, Morris. Because guess what? I'm not shooting him she down. had many people want to date her. She turned them all down. Uh, she I, found I, a I reason not to date them. <laughs> I believe that. I, you got one that. person that let love in and one person that don't. My Ooh. point is, my, my, my point is back to Morris <laughs> is that, no, no, seriously, I, I feel like your wife helps you set this, set the day for you. And you and no. you have and you have that comfort. Let me just put it out there and you can refute it. Okay. But then also, you know, you came from a background where your parents were married for a long. How long were your parents married? I mean, until my father passed. Right. How but how long? Like 40, 50 years. So you come from that. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's a part of the DNA of your personality. And so when you and I talk and and you are mentoring me as a friend or you know, colleague and all this other stuff. Part of that wisdom, part of your mode of thinking comes from the stability you grew up in and the stability maintained in your house right now. Even in my own life, I, I have to do everything You choose for myself. to. You choose to. Okay, I'm not saying that your I don't. Your mother is great. Okay. Like we met your mother. She, she helped you do anything you want and to I'm in work. And I'm not saying that I... Josina is so alpha female. 
That is, that at the that's end of true. your day, you want to be the reason why Josina shines. You won't even want that listen, help. I want, I want, listen, with everything. What was your major, I, Fred? Psychology. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So I break people apart he, yeah, he and chop them it. down. Yeah, you're right, yeah. And, and, and it's a little yep. narcissism in there on top of that want to do it alone. No, 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 yeah. no, no, I don't want to do it alone. That's not true. Yeah, you do. No, 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 I do, I do seek balance. I think everyone goes after balance in their day day to day, right? Now, certain things that have happened are, are situational, what have you. It's not mm. necessarily because uh, it's a preference. Certain mm. things are situational relative to the curve of my career. I'm just talking about with you. I, I feel like you don't lean into that in terms of recognizing the benefit of that. Way to throw it back out for her. Huh? Way to throw it out I'm not sure what you're I'm saying. Just saying <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying the, the stability that you came from, the stability that you have, mm-hmm. helps you to manage the unpredictable things that come in life, day to day, or just, you know, throughout, you know, everything that's happened, you know, to you even thus far. Honestly, I think it has to do, and I'm not saying this doesn't help, I think it has to do more with perspective. How I view the world, how I view certain aspects of my day. I think that's what it has to do with primarily. Mm-hmm. And where does that come from? Him. I don't know. A lot of it come from him. From now, me, you gotta yeah. give him some credit to live yeah, his I mean, life. You know, just my, be all his you parents. Know, my, my, my parents have instilled, you know, certain things within me, but, you know, it's just my perspective. My, my perspective. But when you and I disagree, Right. You you can become you. I, I see just a little side the, the pepper no. side. Just a, just a, just a what, what people don't understand with me is that so there's never there's never one thing that just sets me off. Mm-hmm. It'd be a series of things. Layer so cake. It'd be layer exactly. Yeah. So you may think it's I, we may already be at five, mm-hmm. but you think we're at one, but we're at five. Yeah. That's what it is. Oh, so you keep score like when you keep score. No, I don't I don't keep score. I let things go, but it gets to a certain point and say, okay, now I have to say, well, I can't let this go. Uh-huh. I've let th- you know these four things go, and I'm not keeping score, I'm just letting things go. But, but at some point I, you have to stop. So all I'm saying is you can become unnerved too. Anybody, everybody can. Right. I'm, I'm, everybody. I'm human. But so I mean, your ability to, you know, stay in third gear or downshift or, you know, kind of stay even until you get to the point where you have to say something, what I'm saying is is that comes from the things that I was talking about. I don't know, though. I, I mean, think it comes more from his marriage. marriage. I don't know. We can ask. I, we can I, ask I think Fred. it comes more from his marriage there because as go. a man, there you go. we learn how to bend in a marriage mm-hmm. more than we learn how to bend at any point in life. We don't have to bend to our parents because <laughs> they molding us. Mm-hmm. But to that, that mate, mm-hmm. for the first time, you ain't got full control. Mm-hmm. You ain't got only control. Mm-hmm. And we got three different situations here. We got... The man who's been married, married forever. for almost right. 30 the years. Yeah. The divorcee. The divorcee. The guy that at least gave it a shot in the person that never had. Right, that's right. The but, person but, but that never a doggy had. Mama, a proud doggy mama. No, 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 no. See, that's what I'm but talking about. But she's had opportunities, but like you say, mm-hmm. she's probably just, she has neglected those no, opportunities. No, she's trying to protect herself. And she uses certain things to protect herself. Mm. Simply this. If she actually getting into the guy she's dating, she'll use her career. She'll start to work harder. All right? If it's going too good, she'll find something to break the back of it. Ah, right? So okay, that's self-preservation. Okay. Or maybe nobody's just met the mark because all y'all... Because nobody's perfect. No, I mean, it's not about perfection. Yes, it is. You know, what, you know what it really is, especially recently, is y'all have an inability... Don't do the y'all thing. To know how to Because I used to be good till my wife ruined me. But what happened? <laughs> I used she to be good you. too. My ex-wife ruined me. Okay, so... All I'm saying is this. Right, 
to live it. Because if I, if I get married again, yeah. I know this. Whoever I marry, we've already been married before. I will only marry a divorcee. I will not marry somebody that's never been there, done that before. Mm-hmm. I don't need that white picket fence coming in here. Everything needs to be perfect because that ain't what a marriage is. A marriage is problem solving. So you find the person you can problem solve with and you spend the rest of your life with them. That's true, but most women aren't, though I don't want to say most women. I don't, oh, don't, 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 don't generalize. I'm like But I mean, women sometimes tend, tend, seem to be more emotional. They don't want problem solved. But like, you want to talk too? You want your point across? No, we want to fix and, and, it. As a matter of fact, you repeat your point several times. Oh, times I didn't know she did. No, I mean, well, no, 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 no. Oh. Only I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very logical person. When it, when it, when it, when there's a, when there's a means to an end, mm-hmm. I don't just want to be right just for the sake of being right. Mm-hmm. But if we are in, if we are in the process of completing a task, yeah. then I would like for my partner who I'm going through this task with to understand Where my perspective at? on this yeah. task. So we can complete it. So, but do you remember when I first met you or early on when we were talking, one of the things that you said was, I'm rarely wrong. You just no. said I'm rarely wrong. So, no, that's not true you, at you, all. You said I'm I say, I, what I say all the time, and many people will tell you this: I've been wrong before, and I'll be I've been wrong a hundred times before, and I'll be wrong a hundred times from now. But you also I'm said it's rare. No. Oh my gosh, yes, you guys. That's he's not a, true. First of all, he's used to failure. He's an Eagles fan. Uh, he's Ooh. only been right one time out of seventy years. Let's be honest. This guy has he knows failure. He knows pain. Yeah. Uh, all right. And I what do you know as a Redskins? Hey, commanders, first of I'm all. I'm sorry, Commanders, that's right. What do you know as a Commanders fan? Two more Super Bowls than y'all. What's that? Two more Super Bowls than y'all. Oh, so we're not the barometer here. No, no, I mean, no, would you, you compare yourself to us? the NFC East, the division with the most Super Bowl championships out of yeah. all of them, that's the barometer. And okay. right now, the Cowgirls is at number one. Right. And y'all is at where y'all belong. Last. Who's the most recent? Recency you're, you're only good at your last, you're only good at your last Super Bowl But friend. you wouldn't do what you're you only good at your last Super Bowl uh, All I'm saying is this. I'm going to talk last friend. You're only good at your last Super Bowl too. But you wouldn't do what your teenagers say do, would you? What's that? Because it make it new, don't make it better. Okay, all right, but you're only good at your last Super Bowl. Well, most recent. I'm fine with that. Are we, you? Our quarterback took y'all to that Super Bowl and Nick stole it from him. L- he took us to the Super Bowl. Carson Wentz was going to win. Do you understand? Carson Wentz was about to win the MVP that year. Really? Y'all through hate. Wait, he was about to win or about he won? About to win. I was about MVP. to win the lottery until I didn't get the right numbers. <laughs> no matter what she was about to do. What she was about to do don't I matter. I told you, I knew this was going to happen. The paralips will tell a lie. And I knew it was going to happen. What's you that? knew Carson Wheel was going to win that thing. And then not only did y'all win the Super Bowl with him on the team as he limped in the parade, y'all uh-huh. built a statue of Nick Foles outside of the facility. Nick Foles won the game. Nick Foles took it to the took us to the playoffs. Five games Nick Foles played. It was the best five get four. It was the best three games of his life. And listen, you was talking about Carson Wentz because one of the things that you said was that you felt like he was going to re-earn his respect this year. I did feel. I do feel that way. Yes, and after, I continue to feel that yes, way with everything that y'all are mentioning that he's he's gone through. Commander listen, Wentz, go ahead, go ahead. And Commander Wentz, we trust. All right. Commander, Commander Wentz, the, the, the is, 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 are you the, is Commander as in a commander, as a, a commander? The commander in chief. 
Like oh, the so it's the commander-in-chief. I'm a little confused because y'all uh, uh, got the name the commanders, uh, 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 which I don't know where that uh, uh, came uh, uh, from. I'm just saying. But I'm a little confused by that. Yeah, yeah you should be. Philadelphia, yeah. you know, yeah. you know how they go. But, but, the thing with, but the thing that I think is interesting with Carson, especially after having to go through the ghost of your backup winning the Super Bowl, and then, and then uh, hold on, and then, and then going to another team and basically the owner almost pushing you out the door because he was disappointed with yourself. But but what I do respect about this opportunity that he has, mm-hmm. and I think is a, is a theme even with the person that we're going to talk to uh, in the upcoming uh, minutes here on this episode, is having to rebuild yourself. You yeah. see what I'm saying? After things that have happened to you. You fall down. Yes, you fall down. You fall down. down, you get back up. I've been there. I done fell down. We've, <laughs> remember, all, we've all been there, I've been, sure. I remember going through it on the draft day. Best day of my life. Uh, predicted top 15 pick, top 10 pick. I have to wait the 36. As I sit there and watch every name pick before me, I'm like, he ain't better, he ain't better, but it ain't about who better. It's about who didn't put themselves in harm's way. And that's something I did. That's a lesson I had to learn, but the best thing happened for me in that situation, I went to Washington. All right, not Philly. I got to go to Washington. I got to be I'm a sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that, but go ahead. Oh, you sorry to hear that? Yeah. But we got Rick James with his feet on our couch up in here. <laughs> See, that, that's what I'm saying right there. But seriously, I think people don't understand the pain players go through because unlike most professions, y'all watch us as teenagers. Uh, y'all watch us go through our highs, our lows. If we get into trouble, it's reported. Everybody sees it and living in that glass box, oh, it ain't easy. Ain't nothing about it easy because not only do the, the mistakes you make when you're young, you have grown folks 40, 50 years old. I'd never do that. You're 50 years old. You right. shouldn't do it. Right, right, but right, if I right. give you a million dollars at the age 20 and tell you, here go the world. One million percent. Uh, you're going to step in some mud. And that's, that, that is one of the problems that I've had with most, most kind of like shows and reporters in the past to where there'll be, you know, 35, 40, 50 year old men com- commenting on um, the, mistakes, t- the mistakes that teenagers make. Teenagers with money. Teenagers who have always been privileged their entire life yep. and who, who've had, you know, who've had a great opportunity, but you can't put yourselves in their shoes until you walk in their shoes. And when we talk about adversity, I mean, I've had a lot of adversity. People just don't, people, yeah, no, no, yeah, I, I've we, had, we can't tell, yeah. No, no, people no, just, just don't realize. I mean, people think, <laughs> no. listen, I, I, I can say probably for every part that I got in a movie or a TV show, I mean, there's, there's hundreds that you of auditions I never got. Yeah. So it's like, how do you deal with that? But nothing seems to feel like it bothers you. Like, I, I, don't think, I don't think I've talked to you now one day that I've known you mm-hmm. where anything feels like it ever yeah, bothers you. Yeah, I'm the same way. It's about managing. Yeah, it's about managing. You know, you have to do... Because you know when... I'm, you're emotional. You're, 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 well, I mean, we can get we can get into that, but just even tying back to what you were saying uh-huh. with Carson, I think is just the theme of handling doubt. You know what I'm saying? Doubt. Being weathered. I want somebody weathered. I want somebody that weathered the storm. Think about this. If you tell me, Fred. Schmoot, you need to go to a drug counselor. I'm sorry, I want my drug counselor actually to have been hooked on drugs before. You know mm. why? Because mm. he could tell me about this dark road that I'm trying to get out of. But the person that ain't never been around that dark road, they can't educate me on nothing. They can't make me feel their pain. They can't make me understand. And it's also, too, about the things that we lean on you know, to help us come out of that or just some of the things that we're used to leaning on you know, to help us come out of that in our, in our lives and, and what you have to kind of learn not to turn back to relative to how we used to either handle stress or adversity or, you know, it's challenges in the, in the past. Who you know? are the people you trying to make proud? 
Because if I'm trying to make my family and the people at home proud, I don't care about what everybody else think about it. And that's what people, they focus on trying to make everybody else in this world happy besides themselves, number one. And in their family because who gonna have your back when you get in that trouble everybody got your back when you, you oh, when you're standing high right. but when, when you fall the only people calling you is your mom your dad your right. sister your brother we Trust here <clears throat> and, and uh, you talked about your adversity mm-hmm. you talked about your adversity but uh, you, everybody knows that I left ESPN and all the things that have happened you know with me in terms of losing the job losing the house losing money or what have you when you talk about finding out <laughs> about you know who is around you for what mm-hmm. who will stand by you when things are up when things look a certain way in terms of your life or not your life you know I I totally you know understand what it is that you're talking about you know when it comes to that but also too I feel like things not are just about you know personal sacrifices but also what you learn to do different or how you manage people differently around you relative to now you can't have certain stress level be higher or you know or I guess I don't know more frenetic but you can't let it stop you from living it only it only puts you in high definition, mm-hmm. all right? But to keep on going is actually to live, not worried about them because they weren't important no way. Well, like, I know for, I know for me now, mm-hmm. I, just, I focus on my real, real, real good friends. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm, and I'm not necessarily just talking about associates, people you talk to that, you know, don't really check on you, check on you. The people that I focus on are the people who I know Check on me, check on me, and I'm not fitting to getting into you know arguments. Like even oh, though I, I know like, you probably disagree. I say I like that fitting. Even with my parents, even with my friends, like I'm not trying to. Like the minute I, I really feel like it's going there, I feel like I do do better in terms of downshifting and or just not having the conversation at all. Because I mean, especially, and I'll go into more you know some of the things with my health later on. But you know when when you do go when you do go through that. It, it really makes you evaluate from even from a physical standpoint what yeah. you're absorbing and what you're not absorbing. Two ways to go. When you say check on you, check on you, as opposed to just checking on you. I mean, let's talk about I that. Mean, was that supposed to be fun? No, 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 I'm, no. I'm asking I mean, what, you. What, what's the question? You're saying so. You're saying that people who check on you sometimes you don't feel that's authentic. That's authentic until they check on you. Check. check on I mean, you. because okay, mm-hmm. okay, that's I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, is that you know you can have a, like a girlfriend call you or a guy friend call you, and maybe they're calling you, you know, because one they just you pass through their mind or they're bored or what have you, and it's just kind of like I'm passing the time. But then there are people who you know that keep up with your life on the daily. Know the kind of the ebbs and flows of what's going on like I have friends that know that today was happening you know even with this show or what have you and that are going to be checking with me in terms of how things went afterwards or certain things so you're saying people that check on you would doubt the drama needing to be there because I know what you mean with that because I've been in situations similar DUI now I got people I ain't talked to in a while call me but they calling me to check on me but you ain't no, checking on she me. Meant, good no, times. what she meant, what she meant was people who check on you just because it's convenient for them. Yeah. Instead of, and she said the people who check on you, check on you. They want to make sure that you're good. Mm-hmm. However, I think sometimes the people who just check on you, sometimes they don't, they cannot take on the emotional burden of checking on you, checking on you because they're going through their, through own, their, own, stuff. their own stuff. All right, all right. So can't be selfish. So, so yeah. they can't be selfish. So sometimes, so I would, I, would, I would not discount someone who's just checking on you because they're checking on you, you don't know what's going on with them. 
Yeah, and sometimes it is indicative of the fact that they're going through a lot, and sometimes it's indicative of just being really self-absorbed and not True, and, is, and not and is. not able to care too much about other people that, other than themselves, or just in general, just the whole mentality of being very tribal. I only care about me, my family. I only care about what's going on with me. I'll check on you when first of all, I only check on you when everything else is good with my world first. Then I can't check on you. But I but your friends, your real friends, can be going through the midst of what they're going through, good and bad and still find time to deal with you. Not necessarily. I've been saying not necessarily because your real friends, you cannot judge them by if they there or not. Exactly. The only reason they there is you gave them an opportunity to be there. Yeah. Who can hurt you? Only a friend. Mm -hmm. You can walk past a stranger in the street. He cannot hurt you. He can say something to you, the worst stuff in the world to you. No emotionally attachment. Cannot hurt me. The only people I'm vulnerable to is friends, so therefore they're the only people that can hurt me. Friends in relationships. Anybody else in family, can't nobody else hurt you because you're not a Mostly attached. Right. Well, I just also go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, see, so, so I'm saying, so you don't know if someone who's just checking on you, you don't know what they're going through. Well, it's not just that. I don't want to oversimplify, like you know how I uh, kind of. You made qualify. a point. Check on you. Yeah, check no, on you. I mean, you. but that was just one thing. I don't want to over, you know, kind of simplify it by saying that's how I, you know, look at somebody as far as how I feel like, you know, they're really into my life or not. I think there's other mm-hmm. other things in that. But I also, and, and this goes for personally, professionally, platonically, and friendships as well. I think you know you have to have the ability to be able to um, say when you're right, say when you're wrong, listen oh, to other people. Right. You, I, was that, oh, I thought you were being No, That just being, that's being I mean, I don't think you've taken your own advice there, but I mean. I'm going to say like. I mean, I hear you. I mean, I, I mean, I hear you. Who I think she, she, she read the book. She read a book. She exposing what she read in the book when she, she came here. Better, better she a great listener. Uh-uh. And oh. if I, I have the, I do have the ability to say when I'm wrong. And, and when was the and last listen, time you were wrong? When, oh, when you and early eighties. When you and I even have the conversation relative to just doing what we're doing now, even with this show, I feel like you know. I feel like you can have you can have your points. I can have my points, and and then at times where even during the midst of the conversation, we can realize and even underline our mutual admiration for each other, kind of mm-hmm. mutually check mm-hmm. ourselves. Now let me break this down, reporter. Scoop back. You're not the reporter <laughs> in this conversation. I am, Morris. Uh-huh. In your last conversations on the phone with her, yes. Could you tell me how the conversation actually went? Because I've been in yeah. many conversations with her. Uh-huh. Go ahead, and go and ahead. I understand how the conversation starts off with her uh-huh. asking a question. Uh-huh. And then it gets into her not only dictating the conversation, but starting to repeat herself. Could you That's tell us That's exactly what happens to me, So Fred. this is two against that's one? Like, no, one no, one? no, 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 that, that, that's what it is. Because I noticed how that's none of you have highlighted what uh, you feel like are my are really strong qualities. Either. No, no, you have tremendous oh, qualities. You don't oh, you do. I, have to I haven't heard any negative qualities. What do you say about what we say negative? No, we're just speaking the truth, and the truth hurts. Hurts. but you said that you ha- a person should have to admit when they're right and when they're wrong. Yeah, oh, When's the last time you've ever seriously just you don't have to say it, just when was the last time you admitted even you were wrong? In our recent conversation when I landed in LA, there was plenty of times where that happened. Were you admitted that you were wrong? I mean, where I was able to talk and listen to your points and okay. you listen no, to no, he didn't ask you that. He said, When the last time you, you admitted admit you was you wrong. wrong. I mean, I can't specifically think of because I don't. That's a shame. You said 1980, right? It had to be the early 80s. No, because what it is is that look, look, I got a lot of things crunched in my brain right now because a lot of things been going on. The average person been wrong five days ago. I can't pull the specific cartridge as far as what the apology was for. What I do remember in our conversation is that we were both able to mutually downshift. 
you know, and and listen to the other, right? We were and, both able to. We were both able to be mature and not take things to a level to where we're just talking at each other. Yeah. We were talking to each and that's, other. And that's and that's my point. Brent. You was wrong that day. Yeah, I, no, I definitely was wrong that day. You know what I'm saying? She I think she was wrong that day. She was also wrong no, that but, day. But, uh, but I do find, even in my most recent relationships or what have you, I do feel like y'all do have, y'all struggle with the word, I'm sorry. You no, me. That's, that's the number one sentence for men. Wow. I am sorry because we mess up all the time. <laughs> We say oh, wow. I'm sorry yes. more than any human on this oh, earth. Oh gosh! Uh, to our spouses, the females behind the camera, young. young no, 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 I, I, no, no! <laughs> I promise you. We say that sentence so much that women become numb to it. Like, but are you doing? No, no. Are you doing it because we're very sincere? No, no. Are so here you, we go. No, here we go. Is it authentic, is it, is it, or are you doing it to shut us so up? Here we go. No, no. See, that's, we, see, that's oh, what she. You know what she's what she's saying. Oh, okay. It's like the check on you, or the check on you, check on you. <laughs> are you doing it just to do it? Because right. it doesn't for but, for but her. It doesn't mean it, anything. I'm doing it unless you do it. But see, that's what I'm saying. But but if somebody says it, when's the last? Okay. But here's the thing, though. Right. But here's the thing. Hold on. Can I get this close on? Do you? Do you guys not do that? We say we sorry because we generally feel that way. Men don't say they sorry and don't feel that way. You gotta be honest. You, so hey, they're just like, hey, I hate you, to give you an oxymoron. Oh, oh, oh. Here go oxymoron. If a man oh, loves you, he'll lie to you. Okay. Mm. okay. He'll lie to you. Okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because we gotta make that lie up. We gotta go through with that See, lie. And we gotta this, remember that lie oh, ten oh, years okay. from now. <laughs> right. So if we put that much work in. <laughs> we love you. The women that we don't lie to. Mm. Put no energy in. Mm. We don't really care. I can, I can, I can honestly say, <laughs> I don't, I can, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Even in your relationship, if we talking about relationships, yeah, it's probably been a long time, mm. and I don't know this. Mm. And since you told a man that you were sorry. Oh, that is so untrue. When was the last time? That one kidney you was last meaning time? not a cousin, uncle, or brother. Yeah. With the person I was dating before. When? Uh, when we when I mean when we got to year. No, no, no. I'm talking about Who, like in that relationship, who said they were sorry more? Him or you? Him. Well, I think he had I felt like he had the inability to say that I'm sorry, and that was very detrimental. You know okay, so so you said it more? Well, I mean, I felt like I had the ability to do it when when it was so time to do it. Yeah. Why was he so defensive Me. about it? Saying I'm sorry, maybe because he didn't need to say he was sorry. Maybe he didn't mess up that time. No, because time. I think there was a, a strong element of narcissism and uh, the inability to be able to think that he was wrong. No, I'm talking about like who did you date, Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> like, how, how did he? How did, how did he make you say he was a narcissist? Like, come on! I'm telling. I'm not. I'm I really, see why I'm y'all not, didn't work. No, I, I, I'm actually being no because I no. The reason why I feel like it was good is because he's ve- you know very affectionate. And and can and can express that verbally, which I think is very important to women. Yeah, yeah, it is. But but at, but at the same time, you know, when things are not right, you know, you have to have the ability to say and self evaluate. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the ability to self evaluate, you're not going to be able to relieve a stress something. point. Do y'all know men got feelings too? Of course. Do y'all know men got feelings too? It's not too. about it's not about not being able to recognize. But nah, but when feelings. we show y'all we got feelings, this y'all say not, be a man. This is not a this is not <laughs> a, a preach. Self, listen, this preach. is not a self-recognition point. This is a point about self evaluation, being able to point the thumb at oneself, not only in recognizing it, but being able to offer that to the person verbally and and, and alleviate the stress. You just said that that's you? You just talked for three minutes and said nothing. 
We're not even in court. She is not, this is not a lawyer. You would not protect yourself. You just talked for three minutes and said absolutely nothing. The thing was, that man had feelings that you weren't really to. Uh, That's so wrong. No, like. Literally I, I, not it. Listen, I can hear it in this. You held him to a standard nope. that you didn't hold yourself to. I feel like the side of me that people know as a professional, as a journalist, or how I am in front of the camera, what have you, is, is very different in a personal relationship, you know, because you can be alpha, you can be independent, all those things, and you can be, you know, I'm not, and the word is not submissive, but you, what I'm saying is, is that you can, you can be, you know, domestic, you can be willing to have an exchange, and all these other things that pertain to, um, you know, uh, a relationship surviving, so. Thank you, Ms. Matlock. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, anyways. So I, you know, I just, I'm listen. So you're saying that, so you're saying the professional side of you is a stark contrast to the personal. I would say side a stark of you. contrast, but it is. I, I think there's a, a lot of aspects of me that people don't probably. Which one have you protected more, the professional or the personal? Definitely the personal. I know it. <laughs> And that's why you're the only one ain't been married up here. But it ain't, but it ain't. But no, because I'm not pressed. Look, if I want... No, if I'm, see, I'm, see no, when no. people don't get something, no, they ain't pressed. Not, no, no, but I'm Everybody want to no, make but, for life. Here, Everybody here, no, no, want no. to. Here's, the th- here's, uh, here's like the thing for me. I feel like there are women who have to have a ring, you know, to have a certain identity about themselves. Listen, as you don't know, I don't have plenty of opportunities to be married. I want I you to turn them a, all a mil- down. A million like, dollar baby, the, all that other stuff. To the point where I won't, I'm not hooking you up with anyone. I'm not trying to be married. Just to be married. Nobody's doing you know, that at our age going, point it's right now. To, it's going to be what it needs to be. But it had to be reciprocated. Like, you cannot ask for something that you don't give. But, but And you're assuming that that's the case, and it's just not the case. I'm, I'm telling you. Now, but he, he would never say that. But if you, if you had, like, a bird's eye yeah. camera on our relationship, I think your, I think your perspective would be different. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have to. I, 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 I don't think so. Yeah, me I neither. just don't. Just from the... Listen, Two dudes that we, know we, you. We can one, well, <laughs> everybody is a... Everyone is a product of their past. I mean, you can't just have a past and not be affected by it. But all I'm just saying is that I personally believe, yes, I am a product of my upbringing and, and, your people, and my environment and the people around me. However, it's why you can have, you know, I have two kids, completely different perspectives of life on life. They grew up in the same environment, you know, so you can't just attribute that, that yeah. to whatever I'm not saying it's there. universal. All I'm saying it is it is a part of, I feel like, what your personality is. And, and also, I think, even as we all, you know, kind of go through violated the violated the code. As we, all, as we all go over the arc of our lives, right? I think it's also about, you know, what do we learn that we have to, you, so um, you know, sacrifice you know, in order to, you know, make change within, you know, whether that's as an individual, whether that's within a relationship, whether that's, you know, professionally, what is it that we, yeah. I can say this was the, this is a lesson that I learned from my father at a very young age. Me and my friend were out, we're messing around, and I I came home late, and I always had my excuse down, and I said, um, so I was out with my boy, and um, I came home, and my father, hey, you, you're supposed to be home by such and such time. I know, I'm sorry. Um, I was out with Ray. You can call him. He said, listen, he says, you come in the house, it's your responsibility. I'm not going to call Ray. I'm not going to call your other friend, Frank. I'm not going to call anybody. It's on you. From that point on, I always knew that whatever I did was on me. So I, I'm responsible for whatever I do. And that lesson, that lesson that my father taught me that day has always stuck with me. What do you feel like you've had to sacrifice in order to make yourself better? 
Fred don't sacrifice. He indulges. <laughs> <laughs> he indulges. I saw Fred in yeah. D.C. Fred and I was partying last week. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I indulge. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were. Hey, we closer than you I'm think. I'm just finding out uh, about uh, you. No, you know, you, you know. Yeah. Kind of like a party poop. Oh, oh, come on. Oh, oh, okay. Hey, I said something while we were talking. I was thinking about Morris' situation. All products are our environment. All products are environment. I'm born in Mississippi. That's the environment. It, it comes with its challenges on its own. Mama had me at 15 years old. That come with its challenges on its own. We basically growing up together. The, the, the years, I was born in 1979, got to see the 80s in Mississippi. All right, it shows you some, some warm and some cold parts of life. But I knew this. I knew where I didn't want to spend the rest of my life at. So I started to run. And as I started to run and kept on running, I ended up running to Washington, D.C., getting drafted. So I think it's motivations for certain people. Like for every person that comes out the, 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 the perfect situation, you got 10 more that come out the not-so-perfect situation. And I say this. People actually give more props from what I think, what they call, I guess, new money, first-generation money. People that wouldn't hand it certain things, so they had to really do that, do what they had to do to get where they at. They, I think that story is a lot more compelling because that story starts with a lot more pain. It's funny too because I feel like when I watch people in life, you know, and and this is, and I and I try not to look at it, but I just, I'll, I I do feel like they're just some people just constantly have it easier, just constantly have it easier, and I feel like I have athlete examples of that who I feel like represent that, and then I feel like for myself it is always on the rough side of the mountain. Everything gotta be like, you know, what happened, and I, and I try not to take that energy with me, but it's hard not to feel that way. One because of certain things that you've gone through in life, and and I think it does color your lens, right? But then, like, I mean, when, when you, and, I'm, and I'm not saying, and, and even as I mentioned some of these athletes' names, right, I'm not, I'm not saying that they haven't gone through any adversity, right, but I just feel like it seems like in their day-to-day lives, it, it just feels more like it's fluffy. You know what I'm it saying? Ain't, it's not. It's not. See, that's a, it's that's not. a situation where I think that. <clears throat> Whether it's a Steph Curry. Whether it's a Tom Brady, and I'm not, and I'm not, and I know he's gone through things in his family, what have you. But there's certain people, it just and like, they you seem can't like they're more touched. Nobody likes Steph coming it out. It seems like they're more touched, but yeah. I think again, when you when you look at life, you know, in general, and people who look at other people and say, "Wow, it seems like that person has had it easier than you." Mm-hmm. So I know that there are probably thousands of maybe even millions of females around the country would love to be in front of a television show right now. Yeah. Saying you got it saying easy. Saying you got it easy. They're looking at you saying, well, how come she can be there? I'm yeah. over here. I'm, you know, I'm more talkative. I'm more everywhere. Yeah. And I'm not there. Like, you're right. People can look at me and say, oh, I, w- I would love to be in that spot. Or it looks perfect. Or she got Christian lubes on. It must be this or it must be that. And wouldn't even know the half of what it is. But then I, right. but then I also do feel like there's people who... It, 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 you, you do have more than the half of what it is, and, 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 they, and they, they go through so Do you know it's harder for the second generation of somebody that's been great to make it than the first? Very much so. Once you clear the path, like... Very much so. It's a reason why Michael Jordan's son didn't even try. Mm-hmm. Did not even try. And then you got Dale Curry's son. Mm-hmm. 
not only tried, but surpassed his dad. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, what I'm, that's, what I'm that's the difference. But that's what I'm talking about with Steph. He per, even though he went through the adversity at Davidson, yeah. he had the perfect model in Del Curry. And guess what? Every every son, I just gave you. Right. A, and, I, I right. told you that every son don't do it. You came from Mm-mm. right? No, but it's not Michael Jordan's kid. No, no, no. So listen. Some kids want the challenge and some don't. I had to have this talk with my boys. Mm-hmm. Right, my older boy right now, just coming into his own. Mm-hmm. He goes through the emotion ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Where my younger son doesn't. Mm-hmm. He, he don't care enough to care. Mm-hmm. This one does because he like, every time he go out there, somebody bring his dad up. Mm-hmm. Right, they play me extra hard because of my dad. Because they dad that said their son, son and told their son, yes. I want you to dominate Michael Jordan's son today. I want you to dominate Steph. Right, that's a harder pressure to be the second. And then not only be the second, to outdo pops, it that takes a lot of a and, fortitude. And I'm, not, and I'm not saying that there aren't, you know, mental challenges. Yeah. I'm not saying that there aren't, you know, certain, you know, um, obstacles that you know people. Have, I'm just saying, by and large, by and mm. large, I would say I, some I, I, people here's, 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 here's way easier than others. Okay, a couple of things. And talk about adversity. So I think you know, in life, we all know that there are people more fortunate. There are people less fortunate. Yes. Right. So, but when you look at even looking at someone like you say, Steph. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. You don't think he wanted to go to a major D1? Duke. You don't think he wanted to go to Duke? Oh, yeah. No, but North that's Carolina. He lived in North Carolina. First of all, if your first daddy just was a pro. in your bank account and having to rebuild yourself or 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 being homeless or or coming through the foster Different flavor, same Kool-Aid. Or coming through the projects. Different flavor, same Kool-Aid. Versus Davidson. You don't know what he had yeah. Now, I'm not saying, well, excuse me, let me yeah. correct myself. It's not that it's not adversity. It doesn't have the same profundity as the things that I am talking about. I, I don't think you can measure it. I don't think you can measure it. I don't think you can measure it. I, because, I think you can because, measure because what is in, what's important to me in my adversity, it ain't the same. It ain't the same. It's not the same. At any point in this conversation, any of y'all agree with me? Y'all just agree with each other? Well, I think you're being very bland on a delicate situation. I think you're being bland on a delicate. Think about this. I, if we did the percentages on, on, on athletes' estrogen children, estrogen. on who makes it and who doesn't, yeah. it ain't that many Patrick Sartain Juniors out there. Oh. Exactly. Oh, well, you, you know, go. speaking of you know uh, overcoming things and yeah. becoming a great star, yeah. and becoming a great person. What up? What up? It's my boy Frank Clark. What up, Frank? Hey, listen. The last time I talked to you, you had your hair all wild out, the Afro style. Oh, he didn't clean up about now. the sunglasses that you had at the Super Bowl because you know you. Always trying to flex your fashion with me, but you in the second tier. I had to clean it up a little bit. Oh, you, know you clean it up? Yes, I see you got no. the pearly whites, the teeth is glistening. I, up, I see the setup. You love it? Yeah, I'm liking the setup. Oh, you, you, feel, you feeling our vibe? Oh, yeah, I like that. I like yeah. the shot that's over there, man. But listen, speak, speaking of vibes, one of the things that I love about what you said is that you feel like you have a whole new lease on life and your perspective has changed in terms of what you're trying to do with yourself right now relative to where you are. So Because, you know, people go through stuff. You know, it's natural. It's a natural process in life, you know, especially coming from, you know, where people, you know, in our, you know, from our background come from, you know, um, everybody's not perfect. Everybody's not, don't have that perfect life when they go home or, you know, um, everybody, you know, just don't got stuff to deal with. You know, I deal with stuff every time I go home. You know, I got three kids. Mm-hmm. 
um, and the daughter. You know, my first kid was my baby girl. Mm. And, um, you know, I'm dealing with stuff every time I go home. I got a first grader. So every day is a challenge for me, mm. whether it's help, help, helping my baby girl with homework, you know, uh, you know, explaining to her that, that, you know, the differences between, you know, friends and people you should call friends compared to people you should stay away from. So, you know, every day is a challenge. And, um, you know, I'm just learning and growing every day. So. You know, that's what I would call it. Hey, Frank, happy to hear you say that because I've been the one on the panel telling them about all the ups and downs, not just the ups and downs that I went through, but what I learned from them and how it shaped me to become the man that I am today. You showed me yeah. a man that ain't never been through a problem and I show you a boy. Yeah, you know, for real, it, it, it gives you a different perspective, you know, because you go, you start off in the NFL, you start off in life in general. You know, and everything hits you so fast. You know, they give you all this money. Yeah. They, you know, they 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 take you out of college. You go from being a boy, basically, essentially. You know, from being a boy, you know, a teenager, to basically becoming, you know, a full time man. You know, everything. You know, you got family. You know, they bring you all your all their problems. You know, everybody got all everybody of got, right. Everybody got rent due all of a sudden. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Everybody can't. You know, uh, they they missing. They got doctor bills. Everybody got a dog that's sick now. So. You know, it's a lot of stuff. And, um, you know, for four, five, six years in a row, you know, I'm constantly putting everything on the back burner to deal with this stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm constantly, you know, um, I got other things that I got to face on my personal life and my personal challenges that I'm constantly dealing with. So, yeah. you know, you go through life and you, you know, you're dealing with so much stuff, you know, you don't slow it down and take that time to, you know, think about yourself. And, you know, it, it had to get to a point where, you know, I had to think about myself eventually, you know. I saw that you were making some recent sacrifices, telling people that you are stopping drinking liquor. You want to give up the red meat. First of all, yeah. how much was that going on before? And why did you choose to make the sacrifice now? I mean, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was, it was like it was going on to a crazy extent. You know, I'm not really, I've never really been too big on drinking, but at the end of the day, you know, the off season comes. And it's time to chill out. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. <laughs> hey, brother, I, I, I've been there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we know you've been there, friend. I, I know what I'm saying. It, once you get to going 100 mile per hour, it's, it's, it's hard to stop a train from moving, man. The momentum. Yeah, I know right. what he's saying. I'm a grown man. I, I, I like to have fun. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, it's like, I'm trying to drink. We 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 in the club. We're at my people's house. People, family having graduations. You know, it's, yeah. it's a natural thing. You're trying to partake. You're trying to, quote, unquote, enjoy yourself. You know, let loose, let down, yeah. be free. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, it, you get carried away. Sometimes it can affect, you know, you can it can affect you with the law. It can affect you with, you know, your health. It your family. You in different aspects of life, family. Mm -hmm. You can lose people close to you. Mm -hmm. So um, it affects everybody different. And in my, in, my, uh, in my journey, I felt like it was affecting me personally just with personal growth, personal, uh, just with a lot of my relationships. I felt like, that um that the, the the people who I felt I needed to be closest to, mm -hmm. um I felt like my relationships was getting more in jeopardy. Not really because I was drinking, but just because of the decision making behind it. Mm -hmm. You know, probably wasn't in the best place where I could have been. So that's that was really my thing. You know, and um, yeah. it's just me wanting to just be a you know just. I'm looking at my kids. I'm looking. I'm I'm like damn. I have my third kid. My my second baby boy. Yeah. I'm like, man, I got to be the best example I can be for these kids. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, mm. they already got to grow up reading about dad on the news eventually. You know what I mean? They yeah. Go little articles. They go see enough about dad. You yeah. know what I mean? My main thing was, you know, just being a, a better example. You know, wanting to be that better example for my kids and wanting to just be there. And man, life, have better health. You know what I mean? Right. So, Frank, was, do you feel like the 
sacrifice on or just even the reduction with the alcohol is more about improving your personal relationships or is it more about you know trying to improve yourself physically coming off of last season because I know what type of sack monster you know you're used to being especially from the days going back to Seattle you know Mm -hmm. but last year is not where I know you want it to be in terms of the four and a half so is it about trying to because I I heard your coach and people saying you're in the best shape of your life so is it physical or is it personal? It's both you know it's personal for me because I hold myself to a high standard and, um, you know, in, the, in football and since I've been in the league, you know, um, one thing about me, I'm, you know, I don't really speak on success. I don't, I'm not one of those guys who blow my head up or talk yeah. about <laughs> nobody yeah. cares about that, you know, but I've, I've never been shy about saying, you know, what I need to do to get better, what I need to do to, yeah. you know, um, be a better player, be a better teammate for my, to my teammates, be a better father. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's just things that I need to do. I felt like last year, you know, I sold myself short and um, and, and being able to, you know, just finish my job. I felt like I showed up the camp out of shape. I felt like I wasn't um, in the best place mentally because of, um, I let a lot of things that I was going through in my personal life hold me back mm. in my professional life. So, um, you know, I had I, I didn't I didn't I didn't have things in order, you know, like I wanted to have. Yep. And um, that was the that was the main thing, you know, and when you don't got things in order, it's going to affect multiple aspects of life. And right. so in this as in this case, I feel like. You know, the most important at the time being my professional um, life, I feel like it was affected immediately. Yeah, it's going to bring chaos. I'm bringing the chaos of the summer. I'm bringing two two, uh, gun cases and fighting cases from the summer and all of this different stuff I'm going through. Then you got natural stresses at home. You know, you're going to deal with with your family and stuff and being in our position. So, you know, it was just a lot. Had a lot of weight on my shoulders, man. So I seen that you make, you know, the announcement came out that, you know, that's played down and what have you. So with the way that that occurred, is your viewpoint with regards to just even having guns, owning guns? Is that is that different? Like, especially because I I read that you have to, you know, do the community service. Like, has your mindset changed with that? I mean, the feeling behind having guns in the manner in which I had them changed. You got got to understand I, I, I was. Uh, legally possessing guns so at the end of the day, you know, whether right or wrong or indifferent, you know, state, every state is different. Every state has their laws, their own individual laws. You know, I just happen to be from, I'm from Los Angeles, California. I grew up in South Central LA. You know what I mean? So I understand the dynamics and what's going on in my community, what's going on around, you know, it's guys who, you know, uh, you know, I pray for guys, families all the time. Guys lose their lives. Guys get, you know, it's, it's a, a big time R&B artist just lost his life yep. in the city. Yep. You know what I mean? And, um, mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's just gun violence in Los Angeles is at an all time high right now. And the robberies and stuff for celebrities and guys with money is at an all time high right now. So, you know, guys got to protect themselves. And in my case, you know, I'm thinking I'm protecting myself. I'm staying alert. But, you know, I'm doing something that's going against what the law has an order. So at the end of the day, you know, you have to abide by the law. You have to acknowledge what's going on with the law. And, you know, I was totally out of line for that. And you got to, you know, and I'm a stand up guy, like I said. So at the end of the day, it's a way to do things. You know, it's a way you can do things. You got to go get the right certifications. You got to go, you know, go to classes, go to things like that. And, you know, you go holler at them sheriffs. Mm-hmm. They let you know. They let you know. You can get that. You can get your paperwork. You can have, have your thing, you know, do what you got to yeah. do. Right. Stuff, you know what I mean? Exactly. And, and it's good. But they will. until then, you know, I got to stay out of the way. Yeah. You know, I yeah. 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 Let's get to some fun stuff. So now you guys went out there and put it on them Cardinals this past weekend. Man, you know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good. You know, it's still early. So right. it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to say you know which you don't want to jump too far ahead. I, I I've seen success at, at the highest level. You can see success in this league. So you know, and the, the one thing I know is early is guys. 
you know, it's guys still haven't even hit their peak or what they're going to do in this league. You know, it's a lot of, we got a young team, a, a newer team than we've had. I believe we only have 11 or 12 guys uh, on our team left from when we won the Super Bowl a few years ago. So it's like, this is a newer team. You got to understand 12 out of 52, 53, that's a lot of, that's a lot of new guys. So, you know, it's just, it's just, you know, falling in love with the process all again, you know, and just, and just bringing everybody together. You know, the guys who have been here, trusting in our defensive coordinator system, Coach Spags, Coach uh, Andrew right, Reed, he put forward for us. You know, and just going 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 about it. You know, the Cardinals, they're a good team. They're gonna be a good team. Kyler Murray over there, he's gonna lead those boys, you know, do it right. They had a lot of injuries. JJ was out, D Hop was out. We all know D Hop is one of the best receivers in the league. When yeah, you're missing right. your best uh offensive weapon and your best defensive player, you're gonna struggle on um, you know, as a team. So no, no way. So you said you just cut out red meat, right? Yes. How long has that been? <laughs> uh it's going on. Almost like eight, eight to nine months now. Wow. So, wow. How, so, so how has that affect you, affected you getting ready for the season, keeping weight yeah, on? He and, needs help keeping up his Why the decision and how has it affected you? Um, well, really, I made the decision because, you know, I just felt like last year I came in, I was about 265, 260. And I hadn't been 265 since like my third year in the league, second year in the league. Mm-hmm. So it was like, to go five years, basically, from my second year in the league, I'm going 265. To, then after that, I had dropped. I'm like, damn, I got to drop. You know, I got to get to this. You know, I got to get to that grown man weight. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Too quicker. 250-ish. It's like that. I found my I found my mode around 250, 245, mm-hmm. 250 was like my mode. Mm-hmm. And then I got away from that last year. Totally. So I came in, you know, I'm out of shape. I'm eating steaks and shit. I'm eating pasta. Uh, yeah. I'm going crazy. But how I'm does like, that even happen, though, Frank? I'm no, because that's come with the balling lifestyle. At the end of the day, you yeah. eat good, you but feel Frank good. You know, I'm like, you know, yeah. like, You said, how does that happen? Uh, yeah, you eat at the best restaurants. It happens with success. Yeah, it happens with success. Breathe food. I'm sorry. I'm not in the two-comma lifestyle, so I don't know about that. Okay. It happens when you chill too much. Yeah, you find that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you chill. You 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 kick it too much. You you drink too much. Mm-hmm. You get in that lax mindset. You know yeah. what I mean? Time 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 doesn't become an obstacle to you. Yeah, and we all know time is the number one aspect of life that we got to uh, pay attention to. And it's like you got to think. I took time out of it. I'm going through all this shit. I'm going through. I'm I'm facing all this. It's like mm-hmm. I'm like man, my head. I'm I'm clouded. You know, I'm drinking. I'm yeah. I'm drinking to, to run away from problems. I'm, I'm we going out to eat. We kicking. I'm not I'm not conscious of what's really going, going on. on. Yeah, I'm yep. it, but I'm not putting it all together. And I feel like um, this past off season, I just put it together more. You know, I'm I'm like right after the season, the first thing I told myself is like, yo, I'm like, all right. I didn't even. It wasn't even after the season. It was during the season last yeah. year. As we as we're going on, we going and I'm, you know, I, I come into camp and I and I tore my hamstring. I'm like, God damn. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, yo, I can't win. You can't bro. get right. Well, it, it go downhill. Yeah. I hadn't tore a hamstring since track in, in high school. Yeah. Like, a hamstring. Yeah. yeah. It's like I'm 265. I'm not even that fast right now. I'm yeah. Too, I'm, yeah. Like, yeah. How did I a hamstring? You know. Yeah. So, but it, it just told me it was like God talking to me like. It was that last. It was that last little one for me. It was yeah. like from him, like yo, yeah. I'm. A, I can slow you down. You know what I mean? It's like you got to You got to. Oh, gotta he knows our full Appreciate ways. it all. Everything I've gave, you got to appreciate it, Frank. 
you know, you got to appreciate it. Sit your ass down. Yeah. Go back in the lab, lock yourself in that uh, in that gym and get back to it. And that's basically what it was this offseason. So really what you're saying was it was all about sometimes when you are a rock star, you can't get caught up in that rock star lifestyle. And when you get caught up in that rock star lifestyle, you stop doing the things that made you a rock star in the first place. Like, like they always say with success, you can't live in it and celebrate it at the same time. You got to wait to the end of the line to celebrate it. But when you're living it, you got to live it. A hundred percent. Like you, everything you're saying is a hundred percent right. Like some guys don't understand, like, you know, true success. Like some guys don't, haven't really been to that point. Like I've, I've had to really work from, like I really came from the bottom, got to the part, like grinded, became a starter, maintained it, like held it, mm-hmm. built, keep built, like won the Super Bowl, Pro Bowl. Like mm-hmm. I've got to a point where it's, I, I understand I've been around guys who are successful before I was even thinking about success with, with L.O.B. and Richard Sherman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So L.O.B. I, I, had a, I had a group of guys groom me to what this was before I had even hit it. Yeah. So it was just like, just so happened, I got to the point where it's like, boom, it fell into It's like, boom, me. We, you know, we made it happen with the Chiefs and, and with Pat and God, all of us over here. So, you know, it's just like, like you said, when you, you live in the life, you know, you can't forget about all the things that you did to get to this point. You know, all the all the, all those nights alone, all the time alone. You know, it's okay to I tell my um my guys who are younger than me now, it's all right to be alone. You know, it's all yep. right not to kick it every night. It's all right to tell the homies like y'all, I'm chilling tonight. Got to be ahead. a Friday face. Yeah, Friday ain't every day of the week. You know, it's all right to kick it, man. Y'all go ahead. Y'all, y'all got it. Like, yeah. it's nothing wrong with it. I like to kick it, but I ain't, I ain't trying to kick it every night. Hey, yep. listen, you know, Frank, nice. I mean, we did that long piece where we went looking for your mom and everything with everything you done been through. Frank referenced in this conversation that you obviously came up, you know, some of the things that you dealt with were hard coming up in South L.A., uh, living on Skid Row, dealing with homelessness, all that other stuff, the adversity you went through in Michigan and what have you. So how is your mom doing? You know, mom, Duke, she's doing excellent. Um, Panther, as I call her, you yeah, know, hear that. that's my baby girl. She's doing excellent. She, uh, it's good to hear, you know, brother. I keep a tightrope on her. I got her here with me in Kansas. So, mm-hmm. Oh, really? Know, okay, so she came to Kansas, too? Yeah, I got it. Cause you've been in Kansas with me since I've basically been in KC. You know okay. what I mean? I- I can't keep my mom in L.A. You know how L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a trap, man. It's rough. It's rough for anybody, you know, even for me. Think about it. I'm, I'm, I was a, I was in the league, successful, millions millions of dollars, and and, I, and somehow trouble found me if I didn't find it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's just, that's naturally. And you can look down the list of everybody who's been in L.A. from L.A. or made a stop there. They found some type of trouble or trouble. They found them yeah, paradise and trouble right. go hand in hand. Right. Uh, welcome, to, welcome to Hollywood. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> so your mom is doing well, you know, relative I mean, to what yeah, she's, she's going through, staying clean Mommy's and things doing like excellent. that. She's solid. Okay, you great. You're gonna, uh, you're gonna be able to catch up with her and link with her. I know you're gonna, you know, oh, yeah, you know. do one of those, and you'll be able to holler at mommy, and you'll see her for yourself. So yeah, mommy's doing excellent. You know, you'll be proud of her. She's a soldier. She wow. gonna have a, she gonna have a TV show coming out soon. Oh. Mommy, <laughs> mommy got her. She gonna have her own TV That's show. That's what we talking out. about. And moms know. that need to get together and spill the beans. You need you know? to. She, <laughs> Your hey, mom, my Apple mom, OJ's mom, Bertie's mom. You gotta get Marshawn Lynch, mommy. Marshawn Lynch, Mama Lynch. Oh, get them all. Get them all. Mommy Lynch still off the charts. You know. Oh, Sher- uh, mommy Sherman too. You oh, know. Mama Sherman. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I'm with it. Hey, well, listen, Frank, we appreciate you coming in and talking to us, you know, and just, you know, being real transparent with everything that's going on. You always take care of me. You always take care of us. So we appreciate it. Hey, man, have a hell of a season, brother. Keep grinding. Yeah, to you. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate y'all. Joe, yeah. Morris, you know, I'm an idol dog. Keep on going. Uh, appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank you.